Tanya for the 23rd of Sivan, the first story. The Russian, Shol of Russian, when he was a young child, was, was an exceptional child. He, he was already something entirely special at a very young age. And there are many very famous stories of him as a young age. Um, one of them is that he would predict in advance every single question of Rashi as he learned it with his teacher. And the teacher went from um, Pasha to Pasha, every single Pasuk asking the Rishna, what's Rashi asking? And he asked the question that Rashi answered. And he came to the story of the Malachim going up and down the ladder. And he asked the young Yisrael, he said, do you have any questions on the Pasuk? And the question that Rashi asks is, why did they say that they go, the Malachim are going up and then they're going down? It should say the reverse, or the angels are in heaven. And the answer Rashi gives is that the angels were leaving um, Yaakov, they were with Yaakov, and then the ones that are coming now to Eskon, outside Rachel, when, they come, when they're coming down. So he asked the young Yisrael, do you have any questions on, on Rashi? And Yisrael said, no. And the teacher was shocked because it's the first time that this young boy hadn't predicted Rashi's question. So yeah, he, so he told him Rashi's question. He said, why, why do the angels go in, in um, up and then down? It should be the reverse. Angels are in heaven. They're supposed to come down first. So he asked him, why didn't you not ask that question? So he said, I thought of the question, but it was a dream. Yaakov was having a dream. And in a dream, you don't ask questions. That's a really cute story. But the point was, when Yisrael turned Bar Mitzvah, someone asked him in his Bar Mitzvah, how come it is that you haven't, that you're able to stop yourself from sinning? It's very difficult. And he explained like this. He said, there's a rule in law like this, that a person cannot educate a, a court case. A person, can't, a judge can't judge until both litigants are in front of him. Judging with one litigant there and the next one on his way is unfair. It's biased. So he said, anytime my animalistic soul, my Yetzirah wanted me to do something negative, all I told him is, he said, I'm not my mitzvah yet. My, my godly soul isn't properly inside of me yet. And therefore, it's not fair for you to have any arguments or any claims until it's equal, until I'm by mitzvah. So he said, that's how I was able to stole my, my Yetzirah for the past 13 years. Beautiful story. Today's topic is going to be dealing with, there's two topics in today's, in today's Tanya. And the first one is, about Hashem being entirely alone. Hashem is one before and after creation. And we have perspective now, a high level of unity, a lower level of unity. And we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to, then the second topic of today's Tanya is going to talk about Hashem's wisdom, how it works entirely different and operates entirely different than the wisdom as we know it in, in ourselves and in this world. Based on everything we talked about over the past few days, Past, uh, the entire book, honestly, we can understand what when it says, I am Hashem and I haven't changed. The people have the philosophers have this massive question. The question is like this when someone interacts with something else, they change by extension of what they've touched. For example, someone makes a uh, craft, they, they, they make a bowl. So they'll still argue, well, that person made the ball. That, that ball is now different. It used to be just a, a blob of clay. Now it's a, a, a plate. Very nice. But the truth of the matter is, people forget that the craftsman also changes as well. And that is a, a fundamental rule in philosophy, that the, a person that changes something else, he himself changes as well. Now, God was God, that God braces Barlakim, Hashem created the world. Now the world is here. Well, hold up. Maybe we have to argue, say some people, even Torah sources, that God has been changed by this change that he made in the world. 
Now, of course, we know that's not true because the Torah clearly says God doesn't change. I am Hashem, and I have not changed, which means that in spite of the fact that God created the world, somehow that had absolutely no impact on God. Now, the question is, how do you explain that? According to the Baal Shem Tov, it's very easy to explain. So according to the Alter and the Baal Shem Tov, we would say, oh, it's very simple. Everything is one. God is everything and everything is God. And therefore, it's not a change outside of God. It's everything's within God. The world's within God. And therefore, the creation of the world is still everything is in, within God. And therefore, there's no outside change. And therefore, God doesn't change because the only way you change is for something that's impacted outside of yourself. And therefore... God is entirely one before and God is entirely one after. And whether it's the perspective of the higher level of unity, as we spoke about over the past few days, not going to go back to the road, or the lower level of unity, it makes no difference. God has not changed. And that's the first idea of today's Sunday. The fact that God is ever unchanging, is always unified, always alone, and Hashem never changes. Second point of today's Tanya is talking about how wisdom operates in God. You might argue, this is where it comes in context. You might argue, wait a second, God knows things. God's very smart. Now, we know, of course, we appreciate we don't understand God's wisdom, but God's wisdom is a billion, trillion times that, um, advanced, more, more advanced than us, sure, and infinitely so. Yet, wisdom, by definition, means you and your wisdom. So, we're arguing that God is one and we're saying God has wisdom, but wisdom is something outside of something. It's uh, information that you develop, extract, even import. But outside of oneself, you have you and your wisdom. And that's the that's going to be the, the topic for today. So I'm going to move through it quickly because we don't have much time. By Hashem knowing himself, that's how he knows all the creation. Everything comes from Hashem and everything entirely nullified him. The Ramam qualifies. The Ramam realized this problem. He realized, wait a second, if we're going to say that God is wise, then we say that God has wisdom. And if God has wisdom, that's God and God's wisdom because wisdom is on top of something. We have wisdom and then we, we, then we, we develop more wisdom. And that wisdom becomes you know an extension to our personality it comes on top of what we know already we 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 understand yes it's subtle but there's ourselves and our wisdom with god you can't say that so therefore the Raman declares that god is the knower the known and the action of knowledge all in one god is all three of those in wrapped in one it's not three separate things like it is with us now of course we say well how does that make sense Says the Rambam, but Dov is the Ain Koyak Papel Omre, the Shmeva, the and it's impossible for a person to understand this completely, and it's impossible for a mouth to speak this. And it, it, it's not, it's not capable for a human being to fully appreciate that. Interesting note of the Rebbe, the Rebbe says the fact that the Rambam says it's not fully means that we could understand a little bit of it. And we, if we try, we can actually understand a, a touch of this idea, but to understand it fully, it's a human being can't do it. Me the Yabi, I'm just 
a human being, when they understand something, as I'll explain that side already before I went through it quickly, when a person understands something, they have themselves and the wisdom they understand, and they qualify the wisdom, and they say, wait a second, what I understood wasn't correct, and then they change that wisdom that's upon them, on top of themselves, and then they add some more, and then they keep on learning, and as they're learning, and as they're developing years, they keep on becoming smarter and smarter, and the person that was a little child that barely knew anything, 80 years later is a, is a very smart person with so much experience because themselves and their wisdom and their experience and all of that is piled on top of themselves. And now they have this, this uh, composite that's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's on top of who they are. But with God, it doesn't work like that. There's no God and God's wisdom. The wisdom is God, and God is the God is His wisdom, and it's entirely wrapped together in a complete unity that has no separation in the slightest. God doesn't add upon His wisdom. All the wisdom is already God. And therefore, in, 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 as we were saying earlier on, that everything. Higher ones and lower ones, and this one, and, and all of it is entirely unified with God. God's wisdom is also entirely unified with God. And a person needs to believe, just a person fully can't understand this, but a person needs to believe, just as they have no idea about God, they have no idea about God's wisdom. And how does God know everything? God knows everything by knowing within himself. The higher worlds and the lower worlds, God wants to analyze the world. So people understand God as, you know, the distant entity that looks into this world and, and, and sees things that we're unable to have. Uh, God has laser-powered vision in order to see things through buildings. So if you're hiding under your blanket, God can still see you because God can see you X-ray vision through your through your room. The way that Tanya learns God's understanding of this world is no, God just knows Himself, and everything is God, and God is everything. And therefore, God wants to know what a person is doing in the in a deep deep pit deep in the ground. Doesn't have to look there. It that deep pit is God as well, and God just knows Himself. So, whether it's a small worm at the bottom of the sea or a mosquito found in the center of the earth, it makes no difference. Nothing And God doesn't know this outside of himself, what's going on with this tiny mosquito in the center of the earth. God just knows himself, and therefore, the mosquito is part of God, and everything is part of God, and therefore, God, God knows us. And because it is such a difficult thing for us to understand, Hashem appreciates that our limited human, human capabilities can't really fathom the depth of what's really going on with God. Therefore, the Navi says, in the name of Hashem, higher than the heavens of the earth, my ways and my thoughts are higher than your ways and your thoughts. My way, ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And it's also written if you search in God, will you find your Have you eyes, physical eyes you could see, or fleshy eyes you could see that, that you could see man as that you could see as man sees? God is not a projection much greater than human beings. Human beings, and then we project up with, oh, God is so much greater. God is entirely everything. And therefore, for God to know things, it's an entire different wavelength of knowledge. We have knowledge that's composite, there's ourselves and our knowledge. God's knowledge is entirely unified with God. 
We see things outside of ourselves, not that we know it. God knows things from within himself. Like the Rebbe said earlier on in the second chapter of the Tanya, in the famous footnote of the of the Tanya, the Rebbe said that it's not just the Ramam's opinion, and you know. Usually, Rambam and, and Kabbalah don't really mix very well. Rambam says Rambach and Kabbalah agrees with the principle that God knows everything from within himself and that God's knowledge isn't something outside himself, but rather something within himself. And tomorrow, God willing, we're going to start one of the most controversial parts of the Tanya, a part of the Tanya that was officially not put into the Tanya in the first rounds. The Rebbe Shab later added it back in. Thank you so much for joining. The Tanya Tanya is a little bit of a number of